0: Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, an evolved perspective on life with dogs.
1: Well, it's all right, Riding around in the breeze.
2: well, it's all right, if you live the life you please, well,
0: it's all Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Great to be here today. Fine day to take your dog for a walk. Eric, wouldn't you agree with me? Absolutely, yeah. It's nice and cool. Yeah, it is. After that uncharacteristically hot day that we had on Monday. That might have been a a bit much for some
3: doggies. I think so. Uh, I think it's uh, nice and mellow today. So, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Go somewhere new even. Give them new smells and sights, some mental stimulation, as well as physical. Always a good idea. We talk about that a lot on the show. Well, I have the pleasure of having some guests physically with us in the booth rather than over the phone, which is always a treat. I have Dr. Sarah Brandon and Dr. Greg Kopis. Dr. Sarah is the executive director, and Dr. Greg is the chief scientific officer of a company that I've recently been introduced to called Canna Companion, and we're going to talk all about their product and how it may help your dog or cat uh, with a variety of challenges from joint support, um, arthritis, you know, comfort relief from those types of things, neurological challenges and even encouraging a a happier mood. I think part of that is probably pain-related as well. Um, So welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today. I want to give a shout-out to our show partners, uh, The Natural Pet Pantry. We've been partnered for almost just about as long as the show's been on the air, so a little over seven years and they make raw and cooked food for dogs and cats and are available in western Washington. Check them out, naturalpetpantry.com. And it was actually through the Natural Pet Pantry, that, which is so often the case with them because they're such a great resource to the community, um, that I was actually introduced to Can-A-Companion uh, because I was talking with uh, the owner about our old dog, Haven dog, Lois, who I've talked about on the show before. She's an older lady. She's, we think, probably between 12 and 14 years old. She has a, a challenging disposition sometimes, but has also been getting increasingly more stiff and slower moving. And um, mostly it was the behavioral stuff that we were concerned about, sort of an agitated, a general agitation and kind of just um, edge to her. And... um We weren't sure if she was sort of starting to suffer from dementia or what was going on. And we were kind of like, we don't really know what to do for her at this point. And Randy suggested we try Canna Companion, and we did and have been really quite blown away by the results. And so I had never heard of the company before and had not... Uh really gotten into as far as educating myself yet, but I've been curious about cannabis for pets and how how is it used? how shouldn't it be used? How can it be used? What is this you know sort of new field that we're that we're um kind of just now getting into in this country um so I have two experts here with me to help educate me and you about how can a companion can potentially help your pet because I'm definitely like oh my gosh, if I've noticed this with Lois, how could this help this dog that I'm working with, this dog that I'm working with, this dog that I'm working with, you know, all this stuff. So I wanted to start off and just kind of talk about how, okay, so when people think of cannabis, they're going to, I imagine, are going to sort of gasp a lot of a lot of you and think, oh no, you know, and, and I think af- afraid of giving a dog a drug that could, cause it to feel altered, right? In a way that's outside of sort of how medicine works. Um, so, and I know there's a, from the website, which is cannacompanionusa.com, C-A-N-N-A, companionusa.com. Um, you talk about the endocannabinoid system, which exists in our brains, right? In the brain?
2: It's, it's systemic. It's everywhere. Okay. And... Um Recent research uh, in several other countries have determined that um, all vertebrates have the endocannabinoid system, and currently they have found it in 60% of invertebrates. Mm. So it is ubiquitous, and it is a system of receptors and internal ligands, which are uh, signals, that chemical signals that bind with those receptors that Modify physiologic, physiologic uh, conditions or pathophysiologic conditions, disease processes, if you will. Mm. And it works just as most other receptor based systems do in the body, whether that be Cox and locks or um, uh, thyroid. Mm. You know, it works mm-hmm. like any other receptor based system in the body. Okay. Um, and it's, what we're doing is we're augmenting the endocannabinoids, which are the cannabinoids that we produce internally. With what's called exogenous, we're giving something and asking that receptor system to respond in a positive way to mm-hmm. modify that physiology or pathophysiology. Like in the in the example of Lois, you know, she we're dealing with probably some behavioral issues from we don't know what the, her history is, mm-hmm. but also at that age we're dealing with osteoarthritis and multiple joints. And just like all of us, as we age, we start to get stiffer and we slow down, and those conditions cause inflammation. And one of the things that th- these compounds are very good at are controlling inflammation mm. better than most things that I've ever seen.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? I know you've you've know what you know, which is not a you know a ton. Sort of what I've just said, and a little bit talking before the show here. Um, how would you explain? the positive okay so what we've noticed is that she's less less agitated less irritated right um she would you know anytime a dog would move through the room quickly or you know she would sort of bar uh, 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 you know right um she's if 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 a dog squeaks a squeaky toy that sort of pisses her off uh, 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 you know and <laughs> and she just has this kind of like She's on edge. Yeah, exactly. Right. So so how is this how is how have we noticed that edge soften? Or two, why?
2: Two two ways. Yeah. One, we were looking at in Lois, we were looking at inflammation and pain. Right. And just like in humans, when you're painful, you're not ready to go out and have fun and play yeah. and do all this other stuff. And at her age, she doesn't like to get jostled and bumped around because she's painful and she hurts. So when these compounds start reducing inflammation and pain, that reduces some of the um, the systemic causes of that on edge, as you, as you sure. describe it. Yeah. Now, based on her history, we may have some lingering behavioral issues due to PTSD. Yes, animals do yeah. suffer from PTSD. Sure. And these compounds, without getting into too much depth... Memories and PTSD are a, when you recall a memory, it's a creative process. It's not like hitting a a playback on a recorder. The amygdala and the hippocampus are the two areas in the brain that create memories when they are recalled. The hippocampus deals with the who, what, when, and where of a memory, and the amygdala deals with the emotions attached to that memory. So you create that memory when you recall it, and what these chemicals do is they reset those memories. They reset how those memories are recalled and put back together. Hmm. And so we're dealing with Lois. We're dealing with the pain and inflammation associated with her aging and the conditions that she is going to naturally have. And then we're dealing with the be- behavioral component. The behavioral component is going to take longer. Than any kind of inflammation or pain. Sure. So with Lois, I would expect to see even more of a change in that, depending how sensitive and how she responds to these chemicals or compounds. Six to eight week mark, okay. you're probably going to see another change in that in the behavioral component of her of her activity.
0: Right.
3: And there's there's also another uh, portion of that that as you get to that six to eight week as you get to that six to eight week mark, what you'll find is a reduction in, in overall anxiety levels and it's it's almost subtle at first and then it starts to get into the, the memory portion of it. But some of that is when you stimulate the endocannabinoid system, it actually causes the release of calming neurotransmitters, chemicals in the brains that, that induce a calm state. It very lightly activates serotonin receptors and and serotonin we you know we hear about all the time. Mm-hmm. It also causes a very, very subtle, vasodilation so, so an opening of the blood vessels and a bronchodilation a widening of the the breathing apparatus mm-hmm. you get more oxygen you get a little bit of a lower blood pressure and those are things that really help keep an animal calmer and so that then facilitates the the hippocampus and the other areas of the brain to help kind of relearn what they need to and it all it all ends up working together and it's a it's a nice gradual process
0: okay so um it's also so fascinating. I love this. Physiology, like, blows my mind. I talk, I say that all the time when I'm talking with scientists. So, I want to say, because I don't think that we've made this clear yet, it doesn't produce a high.
2: No. No, the, 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 what's called the psychotropic effect, which yep. is the high that people feel when they smoke marijuana. Right. That threshold is right around one to one and a half percent. Okay. So when you ingest THC, whether you're a cat, a dog, or a human, yeah. you need to be at that 1% to 1.5% or above to produce that psychotropic or high effect. Right. Our product is below the federally mandated level of 0.3, so it's well below that psychotropic, psychotropic threshold. Yep. Additionally, when you combine these compounds, some compounds mitigate or eliminate the negative effects of THC. And some potentiate the effects of THC. We want to have a little bit of THC in there because it not only does it impart its own positive effects, but it helps to potentiate or increase the positive effects of other compounds that are in the product.
0: Which would be like CBD, I think. CBD,
2: CBG, some of the terpenes. It it all works in an entourage effect. So single compounds are out there, you know, CBD-only compounds or CBN compounds. And I think they have their place. But our... The 20 years of research that we have done, we went with a whole plant product because we like that integration. We like being able to give CBD and THC and CBG and all these other things in a ratio and percentages that pump this one up and decrease the negative side effects of this, but while still being able to have those positive effects.
0: Right. And so this is actually um, from hemp. Yes. So this was something that I didn't know that sort of the di- – the ca- how – Cannabis is sort of the broad umbrella exactly. encompasses all of the variations, and then there's hemp, right, and then marijuana, right, which are different.
2: Yeah, marijuana is class. You can split marijuana into sativa, indica, and ruderalis, uh, and then hemp is like you said it's it's under that broad umbrella of the cannabis species. It's just a variety that is chemotypically has higher CBD and lower THC than marijuana because everybody is, you know, they've genetically altered marijuana to have these enormous amounts of THC. You right. know, I want to buy something that has 30% THC and not much else. Yeah. Well, you can take hemp and go the other way as well.
0: And that's not how it how it exists in nature. Exactly. And hemp is what they make clothes with Rope. and they right. make all sorts of stuff. With exactly. It, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's take a break and we'll – Come back and talk more with Dr. Sarah Brandon and Dr. Greg Copas with Canna Companion. The website is canacompanionusa.com, C A C-A-N-N-A, N N A companionusa.com. This product is legal in all 50 states. This isn't a Washington state thing because of that THC level. So this yeah, is he- like him. Right. Um, and we'll be back talking more about the specific benefits and how Canna Companion can benefit your pet. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. This is Julie Forbes. I'm excited to tell you about Farm Dog Naturals, a company that handcrafts herbal remedies for the all-natural dog. Quality and integrity are must-haves for anything that I recommend. Certified eco-friendly and cruelty-free, their products address issues like stress and anxiety, itching, hot spots, crusty noses, as well as pet urine, stains, and odor. Farm Dog Naturals is guaranteed, and I'm so happy with the results I'm seeing. Shipping is available worldwide from their website, farmdognaturals.com, or you can ask for them at a retailer near you. Again, that's farmdognaturals.com. Eric, people ask me to help them with all sorts of doggy challenges. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. Dogs jumping on guests, new puppy questions, behavioral challenges like fear and aggression, Even dog food sensitivities, you name it, and I've probably worked with it. But can you help people even if they don't live in Seattle? Absolutely. I've had great success with phone consultations and have even Skyped with people and their dogs from all over the country. Every dog should be approached as a unique individual. I've talked about this over and over again on the show. That's one of the parts of working with dog training and behavior that I love the most. Every client is different. If you're listening and you need help with your dog, just get in touch. I'd love to get you pointed in the right direction and answer all of your questions. Email me, host, at dogradioshow.com. That's me, Julie Forbes, host, at dogradioshow.com. I look forward to connecting. Wait, dogs can use Skype? We're really living in the future. (laughs) This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Northwest School of
3: Animal Massage on Vashon Island, we cover the world of animals. This week, May 8th, it's Talk With Your Animals Sunday with gifted animal communicator, medium, and Reiki master Darcy Pariso. Darcy can help you talk with and learn about your animal friends, or help you connect with animals or human loved ones on the other side. Plan to give us a call on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9
0: a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options
2: The search is over. You found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, eleven fifty a.m.
0: And now back to the Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Dog show, big dogs, little
1: dogs, Scrappy Scrappy dogs, and Irish dogs.
0: And Irish dogs. Dog show. Welcome back to the Dog Show with Julie Forbes. That's for some reason reminds me of Best in Show, although I know it's not from that movie. I was just with a client who actually wanted to ask you about who has a Norwich Terrier. Mm -hmm. Um, And so of course, you know, that's the dog. Well, I I guess it's too far after it's released to give anything away. That's the dog that wins in the movie. And we were remembering the song, God loves a Terrier Mm. in our session. So uh, I want to talk about the, the applications for this and all the different ways that it can, that it can help. And, um, and particularly focusing on um, the behavioral aspects, because that's why so many people get in touch with me for training behavior challenges with their dog. And I wanted to ask you about this little Norwich terrier actually and and how you know is this is this product something that can help with a sort of generalized anxiety? Uh, or or nervousness or feeling of insecurity, that kind of thing, which, of mm-hmm. course, I'm seeing so much of. And what are people going to s- so much more than I used to see 10 years ago is, is like Prozac. and mm-hmm. And with most of the feedback that I've gotten anyway is that it's not really helped. Sometimes it does, but most of the feedback that I've gotten – is that it, it hasn't really helped much. And so I'm curious, can this give dogs some chemical support with some of those types of behavioral challenges? It, it certainly does, and the, probably the, the best way
3: that I can explain it is it helps them focus. It, it drops their superficial anxiety, whatever it may be, related to other dogs, other people, or just unsurety of, of where they are in, in that particular pack structure at that time and what it helps is it just helps them takes that away and then it helps them focus on what you were trying to teach them uh we've we've only done rescue and and we typically focus on uh large breed dogs uh rottweilers we've had some chow german shepherd crosses and and now we have two belgian malinois Mm. beautiful dogs they are lovely they are (laughs) yes and uh one of them poor guy he'd been to four different homes he Mm. had no idea what he needed to do, what was expected of what him. What his place was. Yeah, he, they need to
0: know too. Yes, and they do. He was <laughs> lost. They
3: yeah. really do. Mm. And relative to uh, the dogs that we had had trained and kind of rehabilitated over the, the previous years before we were giving them cannabis regularly, we were amazed at this guy. And yes, this breed is extremely intelligent, sure. um, but we found rather than him kind of wandering off and wanting to look at squirrels, um, he would he would focus on us and he would be able to kind of look at us in the eye and, and start to understand what we wanted him to do. And we're finding that same pattern developing with other animals, other dogs uh, in training situations, new households, just it helps them adjust. And it can be used for that short term. Some some dogs only need it for a few months, two to four months. And that helps them it helps them focus and be here in the now. And then they're happy. Other dogs need it long term, and and it's a little bit of a give and take, and that's part of the benefit, at least of, of our product, is it has that flexibility. Mm-hmm. You can well, give it once a day, twice a day. You can give a little more, a little less. It really just depends on what that animal needs.
2: Well, and the other thing too is I don't want I don't want people out there thinking this is the cure all. This is the right. the capsule yeah. that's going to cure. If if you take a dog like the Norwich cherry that you're talking about that has uh, un undescribed or unattached anxiety for whatever reason if you can get them to focus on you in those situations and then incorporate counterconditioning desensitization techniques that that's the gold right there that is the goal you know so to get them to calm down and pay attention to you and really work on on um, the things that you want them to do and reinforce those positive behaviors that's what our product helps helps accomplish
0: it's, it helps them be more receptive to that the counter conditioning yes, and desensitization
2: sort of, they're they're listening to you they're they're able to kind of cut through some of that anxiety and look at you okay what do you want me to yeah. do what are you expecting from me
0: so if if we called if we called anxiety like noise, mm-hmm. it sort of turns the volume down a little bit. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Good analogy. Yes.
3: It does that
0: and, and it does that in noise phobias as in
3: general, but it it turns all of that background noise down in pretty much any condition. If you take a, a neurologic animal, um, one that is seizing, that is a hyper excited state where that volume is turned up unbelievably loud and cannabis comes in and takes it down a couple notches. In the case of training and anxieties, It takes it down a couple of notches where they can then go. Oh wait, you want me to do what? Oh okay, I'll do that. And then they get very excited about it, and that's that's that state of mind that obviously we all want and we'd love to see in our dogs. Mm
0: -hmm. So, outside. So we're sort of curious about maybe trying him on this and seeing if it makes a difference. Um, Other ways. So on the website, which is canacompanionusa.com, C-A-N-N-A, uh, you list the benefits, how Can a Companion can benefit your pet, GI tract, so it supports digestive processes and maintains a healthy GI tract, and then immunity, which I imagine is di- directly related to GI health since yes. most of immune function lives in, in there. Mobility and joint helps joint discomfort associated with normal daily exercise and activities, supports general joint health. Neurology maintains healthy neurological function. Comfort and care assists in end-of-life comfort and care. And then demeanor encourages a normal, calm demeanor, including temporary and or situational anxieties. So um, as far as digestive health, how is it? How does it help? Is it just? Oh, is it all going to come back to the endocannabinoid system?
2: For the most part, yes. But the other thing that that we didn't touch on in the earlier segment is not only does it work discreetly or with the endocannabinoid system, but a lot of these compounds affect other systems as well. So they may affect going back to the Cox and Lock system. What is that? Cox and Locks are compounds uh, that affect inflammation in the body. They're mm. part of the inflammatory process. Okay. And like Rimadyl and those other now yeah. anti-inflammatories, that's what they target. They inhibit those uh, those steps in the inflammatory process. Yeah. Because inflammation is is great at getting going, but it doesn't have a good stop mechanism. Right. So once inflammation gets going, you have to – and that's cox and lox are two of the compounds that, that are currently targeted with non-steroidals – to stop that cycle of inflammation. Okay. Well, these compounds not only work with the endocannabinoid system, but they also work and are metabolized and utilized in that system as well. So the research is finding that this is not a system that is isolated or, or works in a vacuum in the body. It works with other systems as well. So it may augment something else. It may decrease something else via another another uh, receptor-based system in the body. Mm-hmm.
0: Is this something that um, you is safe to use with something like Remedil or with something like if if somebody has a dog on Prozac, for example, mm-hmm. speaking to the anxiety, um, can they try? Can a companion while the dog is still on Prozac, because of course there's a a process that has to the dog has to undergo. You can't just stop them on mm-hmm. it. Um, does it have any sort of um, conflicting interactions or or anything like that with any drugs that you are aware of? No conflicting negative interactions, uh, and we
3: do we do one hundred percent recommend if you start our product, always stay on the other
0: prescription medications.
3: Please right?
2: always. do not stop any prescribed no. medications and or f- therapies without consulting your veterinarian.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Coming and from two veterinarians, yes. yes. Please don't stop it. Don't that. stop yeah.
2: it, even if they if your animal looks better, feeling better. Please do not.
0: <laughs> right. Yep. And
3: and one of the reasons is as you as you stated, you know, most of the drugs that these animals are on, they have to be tapered off properly and safely. And only the prescribing veterinarian can do that. Mm-hmm. We can we can work with that veterinarian and, and talk to them and, and provide consultation, but but definitely it has to be done in a nice slow manner. While there is the potential for negative interactions to exist, and, and some of the very specific ones will take Prozac since it affects serotonin and CBD specifically affects serotonin as well, those two have the potential to cause negative interactions, something called serotonin syndrome. They get very excited, and they're almost pacey. It's almost an opposite of anti-anxiety. They're very, very hyper and anxious. It can cause some urinary issues in that state as well. We have not seen that. We haven't seen it even at very high dosages. So uh, a couple of people do come to us for consultations, and their pets are taking marijuana instead of hemp products. Even with that, they're still not seeing those negative interactions. It's possible. I think that it's one of those that there are a few animals that will eventually develop those issues, but so far none have. And we do keep track of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, drugs like, um, let's take phenobarbital, a seizure one. Mm-hmm. That one is what's called a potent um, uh,
2: P450. St-
3: yeah, stimulator of what's called P450. And that's an enzyme in the liver. Oddly, it helps that enzyme actually is part of the me- metaboliz- metabol-
2: metabolism Thank you. <laughs> of phenobarb. Thank you. Phenobarb induces its own metabolism by increasing this enzyme in the body that's, that's created in the liver. And CBD and some other compounds are inhibitors of that enzyme. So what you can see is if you're giving phenobarbital every eight hours and you're giving, let's just say, a milliliter, you know, I'm not going to get into dosing. Because of the CBD and the other compounds inhibiting that enzyme that naturally degrades and metabolizes and breaks down phenobarbital, you may now be giving a mil and a half. You know, it stays longer in the body because it's not being broken down and eliminated as fast as it is because of the inhibition of that P450 enzyme. Okay. Um, so what we've seen are animals that are on, going back to ep- epilepsy, animals that are on multiple drugs, uh, phenobarbital, potassium bromide, Keppra, something like that combination. With their regular veterinarian, after they've been on our product for a while, you may see a need to eliminate one of those three or decrease phenobarbital or, I mean, she can speak to more clinical side of it, or eliminate potassium bromide. But that adjustment comes because it's it's inhibiting that enzyme. Mm-hmm. It's not a direct interaction with the phenobarbital.
0: Got it. Right. Got it. They're just doing different work in the body. And, exactly. And, exactly. and that, that the work might be conflicting, but there's not a chemical
3: reaction exactly. between... Right. The... right.
2: A contraindication with the two chemicals Got or it. compounds. Right. Correct. Okay.
3: And the, the, end, the end result of all of this, of giving... A hemp product in addition to these other medications is you actually have a cumulative positive effect where you can often use less medication overall and achieve more benefits. It goes back to that entourage effect. That entourage effect not only works within the cannabis system, the endocannabinoid system, but it does work with other medications as well. And it it works pretty nicely. Um, Mm -hmm. That being said, there are times when veterinarians are able to completely take an animal off of a certain prescription drug and strictly just stick with a cannabis product, uh, that too works well. It, it just really depends
0: on that individual patient and how they're feeling and doing
2: and Severity what symptoms. Severity of disease, yeah. mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So one of the th- nice things that's very prominent on your website is that you offer consultation yes. for people who have questions, I would say, mm-hmm. especially if you have an animal on medication already- a mm-hmm. uh, good idea to check on, okay, that you know, my my dog is on this medication. What should we look for? Are there some things that I should, you know, that our vet and us should keep an eye out for Absolutely. and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff?
2: Right. Um And we offer that because we don't, these compounds are are potent. I mean, they, they affect physiology significantly, and we don't want to just throw this out into the public and go, good luck yeah you know we hope we wish you the best. I mean, as medical professionals, we have to um I feel it's my duty to to offer support and help these people find the best solution for their pet, you know and that entails with something new like this, giving them advice, helping them with what they're seeing and how to give it and like you said, any interactions or any questions that they have will help we get we give consultations to not only. Uh, pet parents, but also to other professionals, other veterinarians that yeah. maybe their their client just came to them and said, "I've been using this product for a month. What do you think?" Or somebody yeah. that, "Hey, what about this product?" We we will talk to anyone.
1: Yeah,
0: are you getting what kind of feedback are you getting from the veterinary community? Very, I bet it's
3: mixed. It's it's mixed, but it is. It is overwhelmingly, surprisingly positive. Hmm. Curiosity. Yes. I would say if yes. I could sum it up, it is curiosity. Well, that's nice. It's it is. really nice. It's, yeah.
2: uh, it, and, I, and in the beginning of this, I thought that the, the professional community would break out into three groups. There would be the group on the end of the bell curve that would accept it out of hand because they've had experience with it. They've known a family member that has yeah. used marijuana for palliative care or whatever. Sure. Then the majority of the bell curve would be people like us you know they would do the research they would maybe try it on their own personal pet and see how it worked and then be converted they would right. be like okay i see it works it's not and then there's going to be another group on the other end of the bell curve that even if we had 10 years of double blinded studies in this country only right they'll they'll never it's sure. it's yeah. black magic
0: right
3: right right yeah i would say the the vast majority of, of veterinarians that contact us they either are curious and just want information or they have very specific case studies where they have read about information in the news or have talked to other colleagues who either either they have know of humans that are taking it or they are using it for their pets and they want to know more about it. Some of the questions you've asked, how does this work? Why does it work? What do I need to watch out for? And um, that's actually really exciting for us. We, exciting. we want to teach our colleagues how this can help, what, how they can have it in their tool belt. What can they do with it? How how is it positive, negative? Where doesn't it work, and where does it work? And it's it's really nice, and they are uh, we're getting more and more of that.
0: The more that the word gets out, we get a lot more informa- or Excuse me, a lot more questions about it. Yeah. So I'm talking. If you're just joining us, with Dr. Sarah Brandon and Dr. Greg Kopas, who are the executive director and chief scientific officer of a company called Cana Companion. The website is canacompanionusa.com. C-A-N-N-A, companionusa.com. Uh, this is a product that is legal in all 50 states. It, it does not produce any sort of high effect in your pet. So you don't have to worry about that. I know that's one of the main things that people sort of, oh, you know, because <laughs> you're like, well, I, we don't know how, how that would be experienced in an animal. We can't, you know, make them go, well, don't worry, because it's not going to. Um, so I want to talk... Um, in, let's see, about the next five or so minutes, four minutes, um, to talk a bit about um, some of the other just benefits, if you could just sort of list off. If your dog is is this or, or has this or whatever, then those are ones that you've really, you know, definitely, you know, get in touch, try it, talk to your vet, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and then... If there's any situations where I know you mentioned before the show and we were talking that you turn away probably 10% of the people who get in touch. Yes. Right. Um, so what would be some situations where you would say, no, this is not an appropriate application for this? Right. So I would, I'll would. i start with that one first because it's, it's a pretty easy one.
3: This is not something that you're going to give to, uh, when we were talking earlier, an 18-month-old Irish setter who's in an apartment. Yeah, That dog has a lot of energy. They need to be out running around doing field work. You're not going to give this product any cannabis product and have them be calmer. That's, that's not one of the areas it's going to work for. It's not going to work as much as I really want it to right now. It's not going to cure cancer. Mm-hmm. It's going to help. It's going to help control some of the symptoms, nausea, pain, inflammation. It might slow down the the rate of growth of a mass or the metastatic rate how it spreads
1: mm-hmm.
3: um and there's a lot of very positive research out there on that but we really don't know what the right dosages are what the right ratios are and so it's not going to cure that okay um puppies puppies so, puppies are great uh, if a puppy has a seizure that's one thing just like you know human children with seizures they're they do benefit from it so that's one thing but but if you have a puppy that's hyper or uh, maybe a little more dominant and kind of going after older dogs or cats and, and play aggression. That's It's not going to do anything Obedience
2: training there. would be the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes.
3: <laughs> it's not going to take the puppy out of the puppy. No, it, it, it is not. Is not. It yeah. is not. Okay. Um, so those are the big areas it's not, gonna ha- not going to do anything with. It, it might help with some skin allergies um, by reducing inflammation and modulating the immune system. But it's not going to make the allergies go away. They will always be there. Right. Uh, So those are the areas that I would say we are the ones that we typically say no. Um, Those areas that it helps, and I want to preface this with one of the reasons that the product works well in a variety of conditions is the endocannabinoid system. It's everywhere. And if you give it, if you give one dose or two doses or however long you're going to give it, it's going to affect all of those areas at the same time. So you can have an animal that has osteoarthritis pain, and maybe they have... Um, inflammatory bowel disease, so some GI issues as well. And you can give it, and it can benefit both areas. You're reducing pain, you're reducing inflammation, you're controlling nausea, you're aiding the immune system all at the same time. And that's where we see a lot of benefit in those multiple condition animals. Um, Same thing with neurological disorders, seizures or German shepherds that have uh, degenerative myelopathy. It's a very, very difficult condition to control, and cannabis does come in and help it. Not going to cure it, but it certainly helps, and it can have can provide a measure of quality of life for many of these animals that couldn't go on walks, or they could go on uh, just down the street and back. Well, now they can go all the way around the block and feel comfortable afterwards, and and be more in the present with their their humans and their
0: other dogs and cats in the
3: households.
2: Mm-hmm. A good quality of life. Exactly.
0: It sounds like a word that keeps coming up, in over and over and over again. Is comfort, yes, yes. Um, one of the things that we've noticed with Lois is is certainly that she she it feels like she's more comfortable and more relaxed, and that's so the opposite of, of you know irritated or agitated mm-hmm. or, right. or painful or whatever. Yes. Um, can um, I think? I don't remember if I asked this on air. I think I did, but just in case, um, this is is fine to use with something like Remedil. Yes. yes. A- another type of yes. anti-inflammatory. Yes,
2: because yes, it works on, even though it may cross-react with that Cox and Lock system we talked about earlier, it pri- it primarily works with the endocannabinoid system, which Rimadyl doesn't affect at all. It doesn't okay. have any effect. So there's no cross-reactivity that way. Okay. Um, and what most people, and, and and my wife can speak to this better than I can, she's more on the clinical side, but um, most people are able to to uh, decrease those dosages of, of those non-steroidals like Rimadyl or mm-hmm. something like that uh, once the anti-inflammatory effect of these compounds starts taking over.
0: Okay. Well, we are going to take a break, and then we're actually going to get someone else with us via the phone. Um, let's see. Heather Smith is... Um, a distributor, I believe, has been in mm-hmm. the pet business, she said, all her life. Um, took over her mom's business when her mom unfortunately passed away. And uh, she has a great testimonial to share with us as well. So we're going to get her on the line and have her kind of share her experience with Canna Companion. And then we will come back with Dr. Sarah Brandon and Dr. Greg Kopus, Executive Director and Chief Scientific Officer of Canna Companion. The website, if you want to check it out, is canacompanionusa.com. That's C-A-N-N-A, companionusa.com. And if you have more questions or um, after this interview or thinking that this might might really help your pet, but you'd like to consult a little bit first or you want to talk to your vet and then have your vet maybe get in touch, they love that. So you can just go to the website, usa.com We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. The mailman, he sees him every day. He takes one look at you, he want to jump up and play. Now, I
1: ain't got a clue as to what you're putting down, but how come my dog don't balk when you come around?
0: The Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different protein options, to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S.-sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their two stores in Burien and Kirkland, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your door. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. I'm Julie Forbes, and my first choice for my pet's food is the Natural Pet Pantry. It's the educated choice. Eric, people ask me to help them with all sorts of doggy challenges. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. Dogs jumping on guests, new puppy questions, behavioral challenges like fear and aggression, even dog food sensitivities. You name it, and I've probably worked with it. But can you help people even if they don't live in Seattle? Host at DogRadioShow.com. That's me, Julie Forbes. Host at DogRadioShow.com. I look forward to connecting. Wait, dogs can use Skype? We're really living in the future.
1: (laughs) Never miss another episode of The Dog Show with
0: Julie Forbes. Listen online at DogRadioShow.com or download our podcast for free on iTunes or SoundCloud. This summer, pack up the dog bowls and head to the Lodges on Vashon. Just a 20-minute ferry ride from West Seattle, Vashon Island is the perfect quick getaway for you, your family, and your furry friend. The Lodges on Vashon has 16 freestanding contemporary lodges, two communal spaces, and plenty of outdoor space to enjoy with your pooch. Go to lodgesonvashon.com for more information, because sometimes your dog needs a vacation too. For the people, by the people. Alternative Talk,
2: 1150 AM.
0: And now, back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Bad dog sign and hung it on the gate.
1: Here you come tripping about a quarter to nine. Full of that night train wine, trying to slide past the sign. My dog's
0: there I off, ain't paying you no my. All our heads are swinging side to side on that one. That's a good one, Eric. Thank you. He's the master at dog songs. It's unbelievable how many there are. <clears throat>
2: There's a lot. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Well, we are back. We're talking um, in the booth with us. We have Dr. Sarah Brandon and Dr. Greg Kopas, Executive Director and Chief, Exec- uh, Chief Scientific Officer of Canna Companion. Website is CanaCompanionUSA.com. C-A-N-N-A, usa.com. If you are a pet parent or a veterinarian or really anybody who wants to learn more about the benefits of cannabis for your pet, check this out. This is very safe. It does not produce a high. It is legal in all 50 states. So we're not talking about giving marijuana to your pet. That is not what we're talking about. Um, So if you missed any part of this episode or any of our 375 episodes, you can find them all archived on our website, dogradioshow.com. You can download us for free from iTunes or you can also get them via our Facebook page. Just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes and I post all of our shows there as well through SoundCloud. And on the line with us from Northern California, we have a wholesale distributor in the pet business, Heather Smith, who has a testimonial for us, some experience that she has had with one of her dogs. Heather, welcome to the dog show.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for being with us today. So tell us about your experience with Canna Companion.
1: Well, um, I will start off by saying, of course, it. Um, I thought I would try something new. I'm always open to anything, but I was hesitant in the beginning. Okay, what, how does this work? What effects or side effects am I going to have? But I have a 16-year-old border collie. So he's actually had a titanium hip replacement. He's mm-hmm. had his ACL repaired. So I wanted to do anything to make him comfortable. His mind is, was still good. He had slight dementia. But I just wanted him to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing I noticed with any prescriptions that we've had him on was just the side effects seemed to be worse. Mm. And it hated me every day because I'm like, okay, well, this isn't helping. And, you know, it's the hardest thing when you can't talk to your dog and you want him to feel better. Right. So I thought, okay, let's try this can of companion. You know, something new can't hurt. I did start off for the first couple days with just one, just seeing how it would go instead of doing the two dose one morning, one night. Mm -hmm. And I could see a slight improvement. I'm like, okay, wait, let's, you know, do what it recommended. And by a week later, he looked comfortable, he didn't whine as much. Mm. Um and his I know it sounds crazy. I talked to Dr. Sarah about it as well and I said his mind seems better because he used to barely walk around and look around like he didn't know where he was and then he kinda started just looking at me in the eye again. Like he just was there. Mm. So he's been on it now over you know, six weeks I guess. But he's it's just amazing. It's the best thing I have found for him and I've had tried everything on the market Mm -hmm. prior to that.
0: Yeah. Well it's really it's so wonderful to hear what a difference it can make for our pets who we would do anything for and who clearly are you know struggling with this or that and then to find something that's so safe and so effective and to, that really yeah. makes that 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 kind of a difference that you see that just impacts his quality of life.
1: Exactly and that's all I cared about is okay I mean, he's doing better now than he was six months ago. And I thought, okay, how often can that happen with a 16-year-old dog, you know? Yeah. You just continue to see it go down. And so it's been the best thing. That, and I didn't expect, you know, when I brought it in, I'm like, well, it's a great pro You know, it seems to, I get it. I get the understanding. But cannabis is a whole new thing, you know? Yeah. And, of course, my first question was, is it going to make him high? But right. not at all. If anything, I felt he became more focused and in tune.
0: Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Is he, And how is he still doing great? Have you noticed um, any change over the long term period? Like so, so you've had him on it for six weeks, did you say?
1: Yep. Um, no, nothing. I once I mean, for him, I mean, really, once we about a couple of weeks to four weeks, you know, three to four weeks, I guess, is really where we felt his peak and it's just continued to stay on. Mm-hmm. So where um, we'd have to kind of help him up. From like a hard surface or something Mm -hmm. you know he was able to get up on his own Mm -hmm. and with older dogs as well i felt like not for as much incontinence but just comfort he was whining more throughout the night needing up or help or needing something Mm -hmm. and now he just seems to rest more peacefully
0: yeah that's wonderful Mm -hmm. and his name is doc yes yeah Border Collies are great. We have an event up here uh, that I've been announcing because it's coming up soon—the Vashon Sheepdog Trials. Oh, fun! Is uh, June 9th through twelfth this year, and it's one of my favorite events. It's on Vashon Island, which is just west of Seattle on Puget Sound, in Puget Sound, and uh, it's mostly Border Collies doing their thing with sheep, and it's so fun to watch. It's a gorgeous setting, and you really get to see the partnership that happens between human and dog, which is always exactly. cool. And
1: that's what he did—is he worked sheep, not too hard because he's a family dog, but mm. that's what they're bred to do. So he enjoyed it. So yeah. He had, you know, he worked hard, which is why his hips, you know, did give out on him mm-hmm. and we'd replace it. So, yeah.
0: Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's always good to hear individual successes and, how you describe your dog and and what he was like and then the difference that you noticed to kind of help people maybe relate and think, oh, maybe this is something I should try for my dog.
1: Absolutely. It's always worth trying something new and thinking out of the box.
0: All right. Well, Heather, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, our best to you and Doc. I hope he continues to to, uh, do well.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank Uh, you for having me. All
0: right, thanks. Bye-bye. So, Dr. Sarah and Dr. Greg, will you... Tell us a bit about, um, well, I have two questions. I just wanted to say you do make a cat product. Yes. Yes. Yep. Is it kind of all the same for cats?
3: It is. It's it's going to be the same types of conditions. Uh, yeah. We have found, though, uh, presumably because of how cats process things in their liver, typically cats will only need one capsule a day. Okay. Uh, every once in a while for more severe conditions or for the really old cats, 19, 20, 21 years old, those guys are going to need it twice a day. Um, it's more because they have multiple conditions they're dealing with right. and their their older GI tracts just don't absorb like they used to okay so.
0: I did notice that when I was looking at the different dosages that cats were once a day and mm-hmm. dogs were twice a
2: day yeah the cats uh, they lack an enzyme in their liver that's produced in their liver liver called gluconoryl transferase and that is a uh, uh, an enzyme that's responsible for conjugating and breaking down a lot of products that they consume mm-hmm. and without that that those products or those compounds stay in their system longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, going back just to touch on uh, with older animals, you may get into dogs, cats, it do, horses, it doesn't matter. You get into an absorption issue. I mean, we are asking them to absorb a plant material, you mm-hmm. know, something they're d- not designed to do as carnivores. Um, so with older animals, that may affect and the severity of the condition that may affect the the dosing frequency based on how they're absorbing the, the, the compounds. hmm
0: all right, so if you've missed any part of this conversation, you can find it archived online, dogradio show.com. You can go to iTunes and download it for free. You can also go to our Facebook page. I'll be posting it later this week. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Sarah Brandon, Dr. Greg Kopas with Canna Companion. The website is Canna Companion USA.com. C-A-N-N-A Companion USA dot com. Um certainly if you're curious about how This might benefit your pet. You can talk with your veterinarian about it. You can have your veterinarian get in touch with Dr. Sarah or Dr. Greg through their website. You can directly get in touch with them, which I've had a couple of my clients do already because I've seen the difference it's made with one of our dogs. We are, you know, so impressed by that. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, how could this? So I'm really curious to see since it's so new to me, um, to hear my clients, you know, tell me, yeah. And, and to kind of learn from them as well. And to see these dogs who I've met before and after, and just sort of witness the, witness the difference. I imagine I'm going to be, you know, get even more excited after I, after I witness that. But so in the few minutes that we have left in closing, you know, is there anything that we haven't, talked about or that you want to make sure we do talk about or that you want to say again or, you know, anything there for you that you'd like to make sure we cover? I would say probably the the biggest take-home message
3: that I would want to give is that this is a product that certainly can help in a lot of various conditions. It is often not going to fully replace other medications. In mm-hmm. fact, we do not recommend stopping those medications. Yeah. And we always want to have an open line of communication between us, the pet parent, a referring veterinarian, even if that is just from the aspect of of coaching um, a pet parent on how to talk to their veterinarian. Their veterinarian may not be into any kind of integrative therapies, and we can help them open that door, or we can even open the door for them. And even if nothing comes from it, it at least the door is open. Yeah, You know, at least that's out there, and, and we... We, at this company, value communication, communication, education, education, education. We have uh, obviously, myself and Greg are available. We have a veterinary veterinary nurse, Lisa Anderson. We have a director of regulatory affairs who uh, David Jones, who can talk to anyone worried about any of the legalities of it or why it's legal and why it's not considered yeah. illegal.
0: Well, it's such a, you know, it's a a word that definitely brings up a lot that's, you know, not necessarily accurate, but it kind of comes with a lot of baggage, right?
2: And there's a lot of, you're correct, and there's a lot of uh, information out there. I mean, THC is toxic. I mean, you know, you have animals. I was an emergency veterinarian for 15 years, and, you know, you have animals that are presented. They got into somebody's marijuana stash or they ate, you know, whatever I was never worried about the THC consumption. I was always worried if it was eaten in something else, like a brownie, you know, the chocolate and brownies or, you know, macadamia or peanuts sure. or something like that. Yeah. You know, but, but I, I think what I want to stress to people is, you know, there are many compounds that have a very, they have either a therapeutic range and then a toxic range. Mm-hmm. And what we have done is found that therapeutic range for THC in these other compounds. Right. Um, I mean, you
0: can overdose on ibuprofen. Yes. Water
2: oxygen. I mean, you can you can overdose on almost anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what we've done is we've found the, the ratios and the percentages that don't uh, come close to those toxicity ranges, those LD50s, if you will. And um, please, we're a company, a scientific company, and we love to educate. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, if we're here. That's yeah. what we're here for.
0: That's awesome. Well, we have certainly been grateful and are excited to um bump Lois up to her recommended twice a day. We've only had her on the once a day because that was the supply that we had and so and that's made a huge difference. So Great. you know, and I think you mentioned that uh that you would speculate that we'll also notice a difference after she's had, was it six weeks you thought?
2: Just like Heather Spoke of Doc, Mm -hmm. and she said that six week mark, six to eight weeks now she's been on it, and she saw this this kind of other plateau Mm -hmm. reached with more of a you know more mental acuity, and and Doc seemed to be more um, just involved in the family structure. Mm -hmm. You're going to see that with Lois as well.
0: Cool. Well, definitely check it out. CanaCompanionUSA.com is the website. C A N N A CompanionUSA.com refer your veterinarian to it. You can get in touch yourself. Don't mess with any other uh, medications without your veterinarian's consult. And thank you so much, you two, for being here today. It was great to learn about your product, and I can't wait to see the results moving forward. And thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You've been listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Never miss another episode. Listen to our podcast online at dogradioshow.com or download them for free on iTunes or SoundCloud.